Welcome to Mind Over Mom. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Nikki. Our goal here is for this to be a safe space for moms to come and feel less alone in their daily struggles of motherhood. Together, we can free our minds, find our inner warriors, and embrace this new and beautiful village. We're so happy you're here. On today's episode, we're going to talk about um, a variety of topics on maternal mental health. Some of the things that Nikki and I both struggled with, like intrusive thoughts, mom rage. I figure we'll just kind of like go down the list of the things that we struggled with. If you want to start with intrusive thoughts. Oh, yes. Um, Intrusive thoughts. Those were and still are some of the hardest things to deal with. Okay, so let's just start with like, because some people don't have intrusive thoughts. Okay, good idea. All right, so let's just explain what intrusive thoughts mean to us. Do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first. So it's like a thought that pops up in your head Mm -hmm. and then you just like spiral on the fact that it's real life and it's really going to happen. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, most of the time it's like a delusional thought. Yes. I agree. Like, I would categorize it as, like, you know that it's not really a rational thing that you're thinking. Like, you know that. But then the other part of you is, like, but what if? Exactly. Like, like this is worst case scenario. So then you just, like, spiral. Yeah, you become your own worst enemy. In your own head. Yes. And, like, um, something... I saw something online the other day that really struck home with me. It was, like... I'm really into manifesting right now. So I'm really into like only trying to think of positive thoughts for my future. So sometimes when I have those intrusive thoughts, I have this fear that like I'm going to make it a reality because I'm thinking about it. I have so so been there. It is. (laughs) Like I hate that thought. Like I'm only trying to think positive thoughts, but sometimes. Well, you can't always think positive thoughts. I I do understand where you're coming from. Um, but it's the bad ones, the intrusive ones that we really have to get rid of and that we just have to say, like, get the F out of my head. Yeah. So like in motherhood, um, I guess really something that the only thing that I really struggle with now is like, let's say I take my kids to the playground or the beach, like just somewhere like alone, just me with the two kids. When my intrusive thoughts and my anxiety really starts to spiral is when I lose sight of one of them. Yes. So much yes. (laughs) Like, I couldn't take my kids out for the first, like, I would say this is the first year I'm, like, okay to take them both out together. But up until this year, like, I couldn't because unless they would stay together, I needed to have my eyes on both of them. Yes. Yeah. So, I feel the same exact way. Um... I still panic Mm -hmm. taking them out of the house together. Yeah. Um, I feel like Maverick like puts my intrusive thought to like real life. So sometimes it's just like, for me, I'm waiting for that tornado to hit. Yeah. You're waiting for the shoe to drop. So like the whole entire time we're out, I'm like, my heart is racing. Yeah. And it's so hard to get out of that headspace. It is. And I feel like, like you said, it's almost like we do it to ourselves because we get so wrapped in it Mm -hmm. that maybe that's why it becomes a reality. I don't know. I know. That's like... Although, we're way too hard on ourselves and it's probably not what happens. (laughs) As always. (laughs) Yeah. um, But you had other intrusive thoughts like when your kids were younger. Oh, yes, definitely. I did not sleep 
through the night without checking on them at least five million times to make sure they were breathing. Mike would be like, just go to bed. Why are you not sleeping? Like Maverick was in a crib right away. Mm-hmm. And I would run in and out of his room a million times a night. I still sometimes like I'll get up in the middle of the night and I'll check them sporadically and I'm like, what am I doing? They're fine. Yeah, they are both sleeping. in beds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're fine. If they need me, they will come get me. But yeah. it's so hard. That is a very hard thing for me to control because I want to make sure they're okay yeah all the time <laughs> honestly I feel like a lot of moms deal with that yeah and maybe it's a relatable topic I don't know I think it is mm-hmm. I mean I personally don't deal with that like I guess maybe because I cherish my sleep so much like sleep isn't something that stresses me out with the kids I've always been we've always been like very strict on their sleep like even when they were little Alyssa yeah it didn't it wasn't something though that Really? Honestly, no. I was always very lax with their sleep. Like, I think Jay slept on his stomach before the quote-unquote recommended time, Yeah, you know? Um, oh, my gosh. I even went out and got one of those outlets for yeah. their feet. I know. I remember. <laughs> it, like, tracks their heart rate. And I still had that on, and I was still going in and out. And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, that just wasn't something that, like, I had other intrusive thoughts but sleep just wasn't one of them. But I do feel like a lot of moms struggle with sleep because I've heard about it. Before. Yes. Yeah, so you're not alone. What were yours? Hmm. Alyssa? I guess, like, my... So, since Riley and Jay both cried what felt like constantly, I just always worried that something else was wrong with them. Oh, that makes sense. So, like, I remember I took Bri to the doctor. And I was like she shouldn't be crying this much like is she in pain like what am I doing wrong and like that that was I guess kind of where my intrusive thoughts came in like is something going on that I don't know about that I can't see that like maybe a doctor should be doing more tests on them like that always stressed me out because they just cried so much like obviously now they're four and five they're okay like nothing was wrong but you know when a baby is crying you're, You're like, worried. What can what can I do to help them? And there was literally nothing I could do to help them. Like they just love to cry, I guess. <laughs> you know, looking back. Well, that is the power of an intrusive thought, my anxious friend. Yes. That's true. It is. Um, so yeah, I think that was pretty much the extent of our intrusive thoughts, right? Like for the most part, the big ones that we can think of. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. So um let's move on to the next topic, which is mom rage all right you take it from here (laughs) and so you didn't experience mom rage like I did um mom rage was a real thing for me and for anyone who hasn't experienced it how I would categorize it is just uncontrollable unnecessary not what's the word I'm looking for like not rational not rational rage just like I know that I shouldn't be getting so angry right now but I'm so angry right now you know like losing your shit um and I just remember in early motherhood thinking like I'm the only one who loses my shit I remember saying that to myself which is so wild because like I guess maybe when my kids were like one and two I actually found a book called how to stop losing your shit with your kids like 
this is such a thing that people literally write books about it. And I read that book and like, I've read a lot of self-help books to like help me with it. Um, but when my kids were younger, it was really hard. And if anyone, any one of our anxious mom friends have young kids and are going with mom, going through mom rage, like my heart goes out to them cause it really sucks, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know from personal experience, but my heart is 100% with you as everything that a mom goes through is so challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, And I couldn't imagine how you felt having small children, not being able to rationalize your own emotions, let alone having them with their own emotions. Exactly. Did the books help you, Alyssa? Um, A little bit, yeah. And like I would listen to podcasts to... And just hearing that, like, other people go through this made me feel better. Well, I feel like sometimes it's just as simple as knowing you're not alone. Yeah, and so, like, I'm so hesitant to talk about it because I know there's such, like, a stigma around all mental health stuff, you know? But I just feel like if I can help someone who's going through it feel less alone, like, that's kind of worth it to me. Okay, Um, so go ahead and express yourself a little bit for our listener. Okay. So, how my mom rage would manifest itself. Just give some examples. Like, if my kids would wake up before their nap time was over, I would get uncontrollably angry. Like, so angry. You know? Um, When they would cry for no reason, I would get so angry. Like, I remember a couple times just having to, like, put them down as babies and walk outside so that I wouldn't like lose my shit hardcore you know because that's what the one book said the one book said how to not lose your shit with your kids it said um you like just do anything else like just stop your thoughts stop just stop what you're doing because if you're gonna lose your shit and you literally just have to focus on anything else so like change the atmosphere change you know so what I would put the kid down in a safe space and then walk outside whether they're hysterically crying in their bed or like whatever so they're long doing as they're safe as long as they're safe they can keep crying and I'm gonna go take a tr- second try to handle my emotions because I'm not gonna help anyone if I feel ragey if you can't help yourself exactly which was like a really big turning point for me, like figuring out what to do, because had I not done that, I would have yelled. My kids yeah. would have cried even harder, and then the day would have just like spiraled out of control. And we did it. We had lots of days like that, where the days were just like we were all crying together. Like it was. Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, Cry together. Sometimes, but but not all the time. Not all the time. So we had to figure something else out. So that was like a really good solution for me, just to like. It gave you some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and then eventually, you know, the kids get older, and it's not like mom rage lasts forever because it's not like like they go through different stages. I don't feel that rage anymore over anything. So do I get frustrated sometimes? Absolutely. Do I lose my shit sometimes? Yeah, hundred percent. But it's not like an uncontrollable rage like when they were babies. Okay. If that makes sense. It does. It makes sense. Because I also think it had to do with my hormones, my anxiety, my depression. There were a lot of different elements all wrapped into making you feel that way. Yeah. So it wasn't like just one thing. It was like a million little things and then they all just like 
they all spiraled out of control. Absolutely. And I feel like you just needed some guidance. Yeah. And maybe. I got, I, don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like you did get a lot from the books and the podcast and the I different did. things that you use to help mm-hmm. cope with it, right? Yeah, I did. Because, yeah, it helped me cope. It helped me feel less alone. It helped me figure out, like, what I could do to make the situation better. And that's, like, the beautiful thing about all of the resources that we have now, like, all of the self help books and, you know, the podcasts, just like yeah. making us feel a little less crazy because you do feel crazy when you're going through it. You do. Oh, you do. A hundred percent. I remember thinking that all the time. Like I'm so crazy, but you're not, but I'm not, I'm just a human and I'm just a mom. And like, it's really hard. And so. in reality, we all have emotions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not just the kids. Yeah. And it's it was us too. Almost like, because I wasn't like we, and we talked about this, like I didn't really feel like a whole person at that point either right like I kind of just felt like just a mom yeah and your your babies were very young together yeah so I I again I think that like there were so many things that went into it but man yeah I'm really happy to be out of that stage <laughs> I am so happy for you that you are doing much better yeah. but I am also very happy that your journey is able to help some other moms experiencing the same thing. I hope so. That may feel a little bit crazy themselves, but it's really just normal. Yeah. And it gets better. (laughs) It does. I know. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I can confidently say that to all of the moms who are going through tough shit. Like, you're going to get through it. So... On the opposite of mom rage, I dealt with more so like shutting down where I felt very, very overwhelmed. I would just like freeze, like not like fight or flight, but like I would just (laughs) freeze. I know that probably sounds so silly, but I don't think it sounds silly. I feel like till this day and I'll go into like the backstory of it and how it affected me in the younger years, mm-hmm. in the younger years, in their younger years, my kids' younger years. Yeah, in early I guess, motherhood. I guess my younger years too. Yeah. Um, so I totally just shut down. My toddler right now is going through a stage where he just likes to take his shoes off. He just takes his shirt off and he insists on doing it in public. And for some reason it like, I don't know, I get like this tightness in my chest and I'm like, why... And I just freeze. Like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And I like, I don't scream or yell or get upset. I'm just like, what do I do? And how do I fix this? And I don't know if it's my anxiety takes over. Maybe a little. And then I just stop. And, um, it's happened quite a few times. It happened the other day in the post office. It doesn't help that I'm a germaphobe, but I mean, he's like stripping down, like he's ready to get in the bathtub. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you acting like this? And then I just don't know what to do. Um, and then I end up taking him out and he goes into like a tantrum, a fit. Um, so it's something I'm definitely dealing with currently. Yeah. And yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know how to handle it. Or my advice on it is I don't have it yet. Hopefully in the future. <laughs> we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. Um, but like in the younger years, like even when they were, Mav was little. He was a baby, uh, probably a couple months old. And Maddox was still taking naps. He was about two and a half. And I remember they would go down at the same time. Mm, those were the best. Uh, and... <laughs> And I'm laughing now. I wasn't laughing then. I would try to put them down. And, of course, Maverick wanted to be held. Mm -hmm. 
and rocked, Mm -hmm. which I am such a pushover. I was like, okay, I will rock you. And then I have Maddox like at my leg, like you have to, you have to lay with me while I go to bed. And I, again, I remember sitting at the side of Maddox's bed, rocking it with my leg Mm -hmm. and holding Maverick in my arms and just like tears dripping down my face. And I would just freeze. I like wouldn't know. I mean, eventually they would fall asleep. So I didn't totally freeze. I was still rocking them. But emotionally, I felt like frozen. Mm -hmm. I'm like, am I going to be doing this every day for the next couple years of my life? And like, they're both crying and they're both upset and they both need me at the same time. And it was just, it was a really overwhelming Yeah. That was the word that I was thinking. Like, you must have just been so overwhelmed because I remember that feeling too. Like, when you're talking about it, literally, I feel like I went through that all the time just being so overwhelmed by being so needed by two people who (laughs) literally relied on me for everything yeah and I am like such a I'm a pleaser I'm like trying to do it all yeah I'm like why why Mm -hmm. like can't one of you take a nap at one and one of you could take a nap at two no it's got to be at the same time and I I just remember like emotionally like shutting down Mm -hmm. well honestly too you were probably like touched out I got, I remember being touched out all the time, but like when the kids would nap on me, yeah, like it was cute. I loved it. But then by the time they woke up after napping on me, I just remember feeling like I didn't really have any time to myself because you were like on top of me. Yes. Yes. You know, so like you were probably touched out again, you were overwhelmed. I'm sure you were tired. (laughs) Yeah. So So, like all of these things, of course, it's like. How could you not feel like this? I mean, that is true. Yeah. At least that, because I I totally understand that. I feel like I was the same way. Yeah, and I feel like I never really knew how to, I don't know. Like I said, at the time, I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to go on forever? I Mm -hmm. can't do this. Like, how am I going to do this? Again, because we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're just like... Well, I mean, and I'm still, I'm still in the the thick of it right now I know but we can see the light a little bit we're getting <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying for yeah. for the toddler moms who are like drowning a little bit it will be I know it'll be okay mm-hmm. I've seen proof but it, it's it's a tough it's yeah. a tough reality well yeah and I want to go back to like what you said about Mav taking his clothes <laughs> off and like having tantrums like I know how bad tantrums are. Jay had tantrums. To this day, he still has them. Not as often, not as bad. But we went through a really long stretch of just pure tantrums. Like, we literally walked on eggshells in our house. And I know how hard that was for us. The good thing about Jay is that he never... Let me let me knock on some wood. <laughs> Jay never really threw tantrums in public. So, I can't even imagine being out in public like I know that you say you froze I don't even know what I would do truly because luckily he didn't do that but that has to be so hard to be in public like looking around at you know everyone who's looking at you like and I know we shouldn't think about what everyone else thinks but we're human it's so much easier said than done it absolutely is I am totally looking around I am totally feeling judged yeah and I am totally like what the hell do I do Mm -hmm. because we are just we're in a trying time right now yeah and I haven't quite figured out how to get through it Mm -hmm. and I 
really, I really just don't, I don't even have, I, I don't even have anything to say in regards to it other than the fact that right now I just shut down and it just, it makes the tantrum worse because a lot yeah. of the times I take us out of the situation. Yeah. Like I, that's like the other day when we left the post office, like I put him in the car, he mm-hmm. wasn't ready to leave the post office. He wanted to stay at the post office actually, because there was just something about it that was so nice. He felt at home that he wanted to take his shoes off. He's such a <laughs> He's such a cutie pie, he's but cutie. that's what makes it so hard is you don't know how you're gonna handle these things. You don't know what you're gonna be presented with. No. Like the first time around, like I could never have imagined going through that. Mm-hmm. And as much as like I say this all the time, like Mav is my kindred spirit. He is like something that I wish that I could have been sometimes, like the bravery and the fearlessness and then not giving a shit about what people think. Mm -hmm. But that's not who I am, obviously. That's why I'm like covering my face and hiding when all this goes down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a challenge. And I think that like a lot of moms do probably feel like that. Yeah. Right. I I mean, yeah. If if anyone has a kid who's melting down in public, that's no matter. Even if you're not thinking about what everyone else is thinking, you're kind of still just like, like even when I'm in the comfort of my own home and Jay throws a tantrum, I'm still like thrown for such a loop. Like, what do I do? How can I fix this? Like, you know, we have to talk about this. We have to calm him down. Uh, Like, how can I have this not happen again? What can I teach him from this? Like, right. You just, there's a million different things that go through your mind when your child is throwing a tantrum that we don't talk about. We don't really, you know, we don't communicate with each other about it. We just deal with it in the, either in the comfort of our own homes or like remove them from a situation. If it's out in public, like, Well, that's the other day I like said, I'm like, what could we have done differently? What can we do? What, like I say to my husband, I'm like, what can you and I do differently? Mm -hmm. How can we make this change for him and for us and like make it everything go more smoothly? Yes. Um, but I don't think any of us have an answer right now. I think that this is just the way Mm -hmm. and we just got to roll with it until we figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he is only three. Yes. And that's the thing too. It's like the rationalization of like, he is still a toddler Mm -hmm. and we are still going through it together and he's learning his own emotions. That's the biggest thing. He right now is figuring out his emotions and he's testing every boundary. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think that like the shutting down factor Mm -hmm. is so hard for me because I'm like, wait, I'm supposed to like be his parent and not shut down because he is testing my boundaries. But my anxiety, sometimes it makes it so hard because I'm going full circle here, but he's like bringing all these intrusive thoughts out into real life. Like all these things that I feared, he's like trying them, (laughs) like doing them. And it, it's like, it's giving me a different perspective and I think that's what's it, it heightens my anxiety a little bit. I get that because he, I can so see that with him because he's such like a free spirit. Like, <laughs> it's beautiful and it's also it very, is, but it's tough. yeah. <laughs> well, because like we were just talking about how you know if we take the kids somewhere, we don't want to lose sight of him. He is such a wild card that he'll just like do what he just doesn't care. Yeah. He just does <laughs> what he wants to do, which 
that's great. That's going to be great for him as he gets older. But right now, as his mom, that's got to be so hard to, like, take him somewhere and be like, I don't know where he's going to go. Like, should you put a leash on him? Like, I don't know. Well, Mike had actually said that the other day to me. And I'm like, no, we cannot do that. But see, like, and that's where... I battle with my anxiety too. And like the Mm -hmm. shutting down thing is like, we do have an older child who deserves to like go out and experience and do things. Mm -hmm. And like, then I'm like putting way too much pressure on myself and I'm being way too hard on myself. Yeah. So then I just want to like stay home and hang out and hide out and not, but then that's not fair either. No, that's not real life. We have to find like a balance, a balance. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, that's like all that motherhood is. Motherhood is all about kind of balancing everything. We're balancing, you know, figuring it all out as we go along. Yeah. And motherhood. Like, oh, the journey. <laughs> like our mental health is a journey too, you know, like we're growing with the kids. It's not like just because they're growing up that we stop growing. Like we're still growing too. We're learning. We're learning about the kids. So like we're, we're just, learning about ourselves. We're learning about ourselves. We're learning how we parent. We're learning how they respond to our parenting. Like it's all, we're all just learning together. So it's really all we can do. You are a hundred percent, Alyssa. Yeah, we're doing a great job. <laughs> we are. Yeah, and so are you. Yes, all of our anxious mom friends are doing great. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Mind Over Mom. We hope you tune in again next week. And in case nobody told you today, you are beautiful, you are strong, and you are loved. We'll see you next time.